What's up, guys? We're back for another episode of the Misguided Misfits podcast. As always, it's your girls, Pips. And Isis. And we got a special guest with us today. My cousin Bree is on with us. Say hey to the people. Hello, hello. So we're excited to have a, a co-host this episode. But we're going to get right into the nitty gritty. It's been a doozy of a week as usual. We got Trump announcing that he running for president again, which is no surprise to anyone. I'm tired of his ass. Like, <laughs> and then we got Kanye saying that he's gonna be running. And anybody listening to this shit, do not waste your damn vote voting for his crazy ass, okay? Because we need all the votes we can get to stop this Trump part two. Because I'm just not in the mood. To be dealing with it. And I live in Alabama. So I need y'all to help me. Because my vote going in the trash. So some <laughs> y'all up there. Chicago. Both of y'all. I need y'all to vote. So. Because uh, I can't help y'all down here. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, it ain't happening. So we need to make sure that everybody. Got that shit together next year. Because. It's going to be. A doozy. Okay. I just think it's crazy, too. I don't know if you guys uh, are... This is Monday that we're recording this. We're kind of late. But I think a couple months ago, we did talk about um, the Chrisleys and how they were on trial and we, that we will update you guys. And the update is in. Todd Chrisley has been sentenced to 12 years in prison. And his wife, whose name I cannot remember... What's her name? I mm-hmm. Man, I just sent you the article. What's the good name? Uh, anyway, his wife got sentenced, I think, to seven years. Let me look at the article because you noticed the misguided misfit. So we want to make sure that we let you know. Um, his wife's name is Julie. She got sentenced to seven years in prison. Um, both their sentenced for bank fraud. And I I'm not saying I didn't think that they were going to uh okay, we lost Bree Bree's back. So oh, I didn't. So I was the one who was lost because I could hear y'all, but y'all couldn't hear me. <laughs> yeah, we can. It, it like cut you off. I don't know what happened with the connection. Oh. I'm just gonna restart that whole uh, scenario we talking about the Christmas. So surprisingly, um, Todd and his wife Julie have just been sentenced to 12 and seven years, respectively, to prison for bank fraud. And I'm not saying that I didn't think they was gonna go to jail. But for real, for real, let's be real. White people don't never go to jail, for real, for real. Especially celebrity white people. And I was very shocked at the amount of time that they got. Like, but I think that the the guy who, I think was a manager, whoever it was, that was actually the one doing the bank fraud for them, I think he sold them under the bus. Because that's the only way I can see them getting so much time. But I don't I don't see them serving all of that time. I really don't. But I think they're going to be in jail and we're going to forget that they was in jail by the time they get out of jail. Bri, yeah, I don't know they're going to buy their way out. I don't know, though, because they was doing bank fraud, so I don't think they got the money that they you, said they had. You, you'd be surprised what they got laying around somewhere. Yeah, yeah. you might have some money. Who's that man that owed a white man 
I forgot. It was a few years ago. I was still in Alabama, and I think I might have either been in college or high school. But they called him. I think he might pass away, but I can't remember what that man name is. But he went to jail, and everybody was like, what about his wife? What about his wife? And I was just like, that man got some cash money stashed somewhere. Who, El Chapo? No, not El Chapo. It was another, like, older um white guy. I can't remember who he who he was. Oh, I think that they're going to sneak that under the rug because according to my mother, Chicago, and this is the misguided misfit, so you know if we tell you guys something wrong, look that shit up yourself. But according mm-hmm. to my mother, she's saying that Chicago is dropping the charges against R. Kelly. And I bet you they're going to pull uh, um, uh, Bill Cosby and find a way to get R. Kelly out of jail. And y'all can save y'all comments because I still be listening to Remix to Ignition. I'm listening to Chocolate Factory. I'm listening to Step in the Name of Love. I'm sorry. Maybe it's the Chicago in me. I don't know, but I'm still listening to his music. And y'all know that if R. Kelly get out of jail and have a concert, we all going to be up in it. I know me personally. I'm going to be up in it. But we going to keep y'all updated on that. This is just my mother. Uh, having some kind of relations or whatever, knowing what's going on in the street. So I don't know if it's true or not. I'll let you guys know. I'm pretty sure that um, the world will be in an uproar. But the way, I think the way that they could pull off getting R. Kelly out of jail is to kind of like sneak it under the rug. And then he got to go off the grid. Because what happens is a lot of them get away with shit, but then they still be talking. Kind of like, remember when OJ got away with allegedly killing his wife or whatever, and then got arrested for stealing his own shit? First, like, I think... What a, go ahead. Uh, if I did do it or something like that. Yeah, like, come on, sir. Like, I think that you can sneak it under the rug if you just lay low. So we'll see if R. Kelly get out of jail and we'll see if how that play out. Because it's a whole bunch of people. Is Harvey Weinstein still in jail? Or is he dead? Um, I, I thought he was dead. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I gotta know because I was watching an interview with uh, Lapita from um, Black Panther talking about how he like was inappropriate with her. And I really wanted oh. to know if he was... Yeah, it was a whole big scandal. Him, like, she was part of, like, all those people who uh, accused him of sexual assault. No, he ain't dead. He's still in jail. But you know what? I seen a, a, a video earlier, and they was basically trying to say R. Kelly was walking out of jail. Yeah, see? Mama was... Mama know the tea. I'm trying to tell y'all. So I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. The video was kind of blurred, though. So, it was, so like, was it you... him actually walking out? Yeah, somebody walking out. It kind of looked like him. Mmm, juicy. It says might be out for real already. Yeah, because I don't think that. Like, don't get me wrong. R. Kelly was fucked up with what he did, but we all knew that R. Kelly was fucked up like for a really long time. And then just so now with social media, everybody act like they also mad. But y'all show was singing "Age Ain't Nothing But a Number." <laughs> like we was all singing that that four page letter that she wrote. 
was for R. Kelly. Like, let's be real. Yeah, I mean. But now he broke, so, you know, everybody mad. When you don't got no money, you can't say whatever. Like, I don't know if y'all seen the uh, SNL monologue from Dave Chappelle or everybody mad. And I don't even understand why the people get mad at Dave Chappelle anymore. Because he don't care. He ain't and nothing we, And we still going to watch it. So, literally, we posted it on, on the Miss Kind of Misfits uh, TikTok. And it got flagged. And I'm trying to... I, to this day, they haven't told us why the video got flagged. When I didn't see videos of people using the N-word with the hard R on TikTok using blackface on TikTok and ain't nothing happening. I didn't see booty cheeks. Uh, I didn't see gray sweatpants with the you print. You always gonna see booty cheeks. And they don't say nothing. And I just feel like it's super effed up. The way that they kind of just like swoop that under the rug and they pick and choose who accounts to uh, what's it called? Shadow ban. And it's always people of color who get their account shadow banned. And it's super irritating to me. Because we only got that many followers. So I'm like, why y'all care about what our page is posting? We not hurt nobody. They said y'all got enough. <laughs> I guess so. Because you will go from having a thousand views to to ten views so quick. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, TikTok, get y'all shit together. It's annoying. And speaking of annoying, I don't know if you guys were aware or watching it about how it's the 40th anniversary of Thriller. So for the American Music Awards, they had this big tribute with Chris Brown and Sierra and all of this already choreographed. Um, Yesterday was the, the, I think it was yesterday or maybe Saturday, where they actually had the AMAs, which I haven't watched the award show since the BET Awards when I think Monique hosted. That's the last (laughs) time I remember even tuning into an award show because none of that shit. The fact that Taylor Swift won Artist of the Year, and I don't even, I can't name you one song that came out after 2012 of Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. but they made sure that they keep her popular, but they canceled um, Chris Brown's performance with no heads up, no explanation, and there's been rumors saying that uh, it was Michael Jackson's estate that did it, and there's rumors saying that it's a, uh, the AMAs. It's rumors that it's because of the Rihanna thing, and for me, it can't be because of the Rihanna thing. Like, I said, weren't we in high school mm-hmm. when that whole situation happened? And so that means y'all knew prior to uh, booking him for that, so it can't be the AMAs, and I'm tired of us being more mad than the person who the shit happened to. <laughs> like, society be up in arms, like, oh my god, blah, blah, blah. If Rihanna cool, we should be cool. Like, y'all can't be madder than her. She should be you all social gauge on how mad to be about any situation that involves her. Hell, and- I don't even think she care no more, for real. Bro, that girl got her son with her man living it up. <laughs> like, uh, she a billionaire. She ain't worried about Chris Brown. And all we want to do, this is the second time that a Chris Brown um, tribute to Michael Jackson has been canceled. 
the first time I get it, you know, it was right after the Rihanna thing or whatever. I right. get it. Understandable. But now I'm just like, okay, either y'all don't let him be successful no more or y'all let him be successful. Like this back and forth is mad irritating to me. Yeah. But you yeah. know what? Kelly Rowland, she had to shut the crowd up real quick. I, I, I was like, okay, I like that. <laughs> Yeah, I seen that, and I don't know if y'all both seen the uh, the performance that he was gonna perform. I didn't watch the whole thing, but um, I started to watch it. I didn't finish it. I did. You see the performance? I mm-hmm. thought that it was cold blooded. I didn't look at the whole thing either. I think I was in the middle of trying to look at it, and something was happening. But it looked like it was gonna be like real good. Him and Sierra, you know, they both be dancing, they asses off, so it looked like it was going to be real good. Y'all, I watched the whole thing, and I I watched it twice, I'm not going to lie to you, and it was so cold, they were so in sync, it was so beautiful, it was so many beautiful black and brown people dancing together just to honor the greatest entertainer of all time, and side note, can y'all please stop trying to create another Michael Jackson, because it's impossible, it's never going to happen. Like to be as famous as Michael Jackson was without the social media that we got now, mm-hmm. you can't compare. So even Chris Brown, like Chris Brown's amazing. He can dance his ass off. He can sing his ass off. But he not the next Michael Jackson. Like, let's just be real. It's okay to just let that be the pinnacle and we just keep him up there. Because I ain't seen a celebrity yet that I feel like is close to Michael Jackson. From the and then people forget that he was famous when he was like seven or however old he was when he joined the Jackson Five. So let's be real. Just let him rest and stop trying to compare. Hell, even Chris Brown keep telling people stop trying to compare him to that man. Yeah, because I can't be equal to somebody who inspired me. Like, it don't work like that. If you inspire me to do something, there's always going to be a level of you being above me or whoever the person is. And I hope that he, because I don't want to waste that choreography. He need to do like Beyonce and go on tour and do the same choreography that we saw in the <laughs> in the videos. I think that that would be the best way to not waste, because I'm pretty sure that shit probably took weeks, if not months. For them to uh, prepare that choreography. So hopefully we get to see it with the costumes and the stage and yeah, the lighting. That would just be like I watched the better part of like half of it and to imagine that with the actual costumes and the stage and the lighting and the backdrops that'll be something to see. Yeah and I think that either you gonna forgive somebody or you not. And that back and forth, like, it's kind of like y'all more mad at Chris Brown than y'all are at y'all boyfriend that cheat on y'all every week. <laughs> y'all forgive him, so forgive Chris Brown. Because <laughs> you don't even know Chris Brown. So keep that same energy or whatever, because we ain't got time for this back and forth cancel culture. I'm over it. Because the things that we, if we really cancel all the things that were races and all that stuff, and I'm not saying that we shouldn't, but we wouldn't have nothing to eat. We wouldn't have nothing to watch. If y'all really knew how many people was racist, 
it would scare y'all. So really just enjoy the entertainment and keep that shit pushing. Because I'm just tired. And I don't know if, well, I'm pretty sure that everybody listening, and if you haven't uh, heard about the young lady who unfortunately lost her life with a trip, and I'm not even going to say friends, because I've been seeing a lot of people saying, oh, she was on a on a trip to Mexico with her friends. She wasn't on a trip with, to Mexico with her friends. She was on a trip to Mexico with people who didn't like her. And that's just off the rip. So I feel like... um we just need to stop saying that. So uh, we're going to talk about how us as women, I don't know, for me, I think that quality friendships over quantity, because like it was five people on the trip, including uh, the young lady, Shanquella, who uh, lost her life. And I don't know five people that I would be cool with going on a trip with. I don't, I don't I don't know about y'all. Maybe y'all got more friends than me, but I can only think of maybe two at the most three people that I would feel comfortable going on a trip, let alone go on a trip out of the country with. So what we know so far, this is all allegedly. Um, we've seen videos. There's been different clips. Uh, so supposedly they go on a trip to Mexico within the first 24 hours. Shanquilla ends up dead. So they leave and everybody's calling the girl's mother. Hey, you know, she was there was alcohol poisoning and she died. So, after they get in contact with Mexican um police and medical, they find out that she had multiple fractures, spinal, all of this is what has been speculated. Nothing has been, you know, confirmed. I haven't seen the report. So, take everything we say with a, a grain of salt. So a video ends up surfacing. I don't know if you guys watched it. It was very, very difficult to watch because you could clearly see the woman is naked. She isn't fighting back. There's a, a woman beating the shit out of her. Let's just be real. And another person who's supposed to be her best friend recording the incident. Then there's been some other videos of other people beating on her as well. Right? So let's just take the the whole crime out of, I want people to first know if you was really trying to get away with it, because y'all couldn't have been trying to get away with it. Because if I'm doing a crime, why am I recording it? Like, what what did you get out of recording this girl getting beat up, right? And it's people saying that it was planned. It's people saying that they plotted. I can't say here or there, because, you know, we still still developing. So initially, uh, the Mexican police were, weren't saying that it was foul play, but now they have changed their uh, initial ruling. The FBI is involved, and everybody's trying to figure out where all of these people are or whatever. So I've seen multiple videos saying that um, the young lady that lost her life allegedly was involved in some kind of setup and them jumping her was re retaliation, blase, skippy. But all I know is, if I go on a trip with my best friend, which is ISIS, if I go on a trip with her, and I don't come back alive, first off, my mom, my family, ain't none of that shit riding. So I'm trying to figure out, you know, to see how that's going to play out. Number two, if you know that you got beef with some people or whatever, or you don't really care for them, why are you going on 
a trip with them. And I just think the whole scenario is unfortunate that she had to uh, lose her life. But I want all of them folks to know, first off, when you do a crime overseas, as an American person, you can still be charged over here in America. So don't go over there thinking that you can do whatever and come back and you ain't going to be charged in America because that's false. So now all of y'all, even if you didn't hit the girl, now y'all all finna be in jail over whatever, which is still developing. So when we get more uh, information, we'll let you guys know. But how do y'all feel about that whole c- scenario? Do you think it was a setup? Like, how do you feel about her best friend being a person that was actually recording the incident? It's disgusting. I absolutely, that entire video from beginning to end pissed me off. Everybody standing there pissed me off. Even the boy Nazir going live. And I seen the boy live. Pissed me off. All of it. I, I didn't see like, the live. What happened in the live? He was basically saying that he didn't come uh, to the villa until the next day. It was apparently his birthday um, vacation. So he was supposedly the birthday boy. He didn't come until that Saturday. By the time he got there, he didn't realize that she was dead for one, is what he said. And he came and sat in the room, rubbed her head. And I'm like, wait a minute. So you sat and you rubbed this girl's head and you didn't realize that something was very, very wrong. You didn't ask nobody what happened. You seen the knot on her head, but you didn't, you ain't call nobody. You ain't say nothing. You just went along with it. Yeah, that sounds suspect as hell. Because I and don't know how many. He had nothing to do with it. He didn't know what happened. But there's people that saying that he in the video is the one who is on Facetime with the um, well, what is the girl name? The light skinned girl, um, Winter. Mm. Because she was on Facetime with somebody, and you can see it in the video. Like, all of these people, not only are they disgusting, but they're stupid. Like, this is the worst crime and the worst execution of a crime that could have possibly ever went down. And now the Mexican officials are completely taking over. Basically, it's their jurisdiction now, so they could do whatever they want to do to them. And the U.S. has nothing to do with it. So, U.S. basically washed their hands with it and said that the Mexican government and the Mexican police, they have jurisdiction over what their sentencing will be, and they'll be going to Mexican prison. They're not going to stay in the U.S. Bruh, have y'all seen Locked Up Abroad? No. If you, once we get done with this episode, anybody listening to the podcast, Go watch Locked Up Abroad, okay? Amer- y'all think American prison is bad? Like Mexico, Russia, all of these uh, 
foreign countries, this is why don't take your ass over to somebody else's country, acting a fool, not knowing what their laws are, and getting locked up, and then you want America to, to kind of save you. Because them prisons ain't ain't hidden the way they hidden over here. Like the food, none of that. The conditions, and they don't care. But I really think that you need to be careful when you're going over to these other countries. Like, for real. Like, don't murder nobody off the rip. But for real, for real. Make sure you know the laws in the country that you're in. in. And I'm telling you, the first person they catch is the first person that's going to snitch. They already basically saying that one of the girls is the one who leaked the video. She already started snitching. Yeah, and I'm just like, mm-mm-mm. the girls like gave the video to the mama, and then somebody is the one. Like it's a bunch of like just crazy stuff just going on with that whole situation, and it's just like, first of all, if you can't afford to go. Stop trying to book these trips and have all these people coming so your costs can be cheaper. I don't know if that was the case with this, but these days, that's what a lot of people doing now. Like, it'll be like three friends trying to go somewhere, and then next thing you know, you outsource like other groups of friends you may be friends with, and all these people going or whatever. So sometimes if you ain't got it, just don't go or just save up to go with your poor friends or people. And then, like, we was seeing something else where they was talking about how, like, the guy came back and went to the mama house and was telling her, like, the girl passed away and he had just been over there. And then as soon as, like, the mama found out from the dad that, what they were saying wasn't true then the boy just disappeared like I think it's a special place in hell for people like that Yeah, it's just too much going on with this and it's really sad because like you think you're going to have fun and you think you you know doing your little days or whatever out there having fun you don't think that you never coming back Baby, the way if I was her mama, the way I would have snatched his ass up in that living room before he would have quote unquote got sick. Yeah, that's I, I would have beat the sick up out of him. <laughs> I'm like, so y'all sitting here questioning this person and y'all let him leave? Ain't no way. That he was stepping foot up out this door until Girl, my daughter is two months, and I promise to God. When somebody don't like her picture or they like it and don't heart it, I'd be ready to snap. So I can't even think <laughs> about how crazy I'm all like I'm mama said, just wait when you have a baby, you're gonna be crazy. And I'm like, No, I'm not, you don't know shit me. And you think let somebody hurt my baby, I'm gonna be under the jail. And my mom always used to say, Let somebody do something to my kids, I'm gonna kill them and I'm gonna just braid hair in jail. And that's going to be me. I can't braid her, but I'll find some other arts and craft shit that I can do to put money on my books because ain't no way all five of y'all, God just going to have to uh, forgive me. I pray for forgiveness. I think that y'all big and bad here in America. But y'all go over to this, this Mexican prison 
with these other women. Bro, Maria is going to whoop your ass. <laughs> and I do apologize if that seems um, inappropriate, but that's a common name. Don't, don't <laughs> at me. Not don't at me. <laughs> For real, because, you know, Twitter and Facebook and all that, they be, they be mad about yeah, They do not be playing. But then they'll call us Shanene real quick. But mm-hmm. That's neither here nor there. But I don't Bone know if y'all, right? <laughs> I don't know if you guys have gone on trips with a whole bunch of people or if y'all have experienced like shitty stuff happening. Because the only time that I can even recall going on a trip with a whole bunch of females um, was my bachelorette party. And not once did I think that something was going to happen to me. And no offense to any of the people that were on my bachelorette party that came. Like, I really wish y'all would have tried some shit. Y'all would have <laughs> to fucking jump me or some shit. Like, that's the only way that I could possibly see some shit like that going down. And I love every single person that was on the trip with me. Like, literally, um, all of my best friends at the time. Um, the only person that wasn't there was Isis. And I don't remember why Isis didn't go. I think I and I wasn't gonna be able to I wasn't gonna be able to get off that entire week. It was either go to your wedding or go to the bachelorette party. Yeah, true. Because were we were we there a week? I can't remember. That was a it wasn't a long time ago. But when you get married, it's like a blur. That whole entire like it was a month before the wedding, so it was like a blur. But I, I don't so know. Mad I missed it. Well, we we'll probably do a. a a renewal or something. I'm trying. I need us to do. Uh, we talked about it on the last episode, but I do want to do like a family reunion or something to that nature, because I do want everybody to see my husband and my family and all that jazz. But coming to Chicago is just a drag. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. <laughs> like I try to do once a year, and that's all I got. And I I just think that number one, I think it's important when you go on a trip with somebody. There's a couple rules that you need to stand by. Everybody that goes on a trip, unless it's just like some freak accident happen, like somebody fall off the boat if y'all on a cruise or something crazy like that, every I feel like y'all all are responsible for each other. Like, if I go somewhere, even if it's not out of the country, if I go somewhere with my friends, we go to a bar. It's my responsibility to make sure that she ain't drinking too much, to make sure she don't get in a car with some random person and get kidnapped. It's your responsibility that y'all all make it home. And for nobody to step up and be like, yo, this is fucked up, regardless of whether or not y'all got into an argument, even if y'all got into a fight, there's a point when you're fighting somebody when you be like, all right, bro, I got to chill out before I really hurt them. The yeah. fact that she even said no. Yeah, they're like, are you going to fight back? And she's like, no. That would have been the point. At that point, you just doing shit just to do it. And I just... It's ridiculous. And y'all need to be careful who y'all call y'all friends. And also know that there's different friends for different things. Like, if I want to commit a crime, I know ISIS is not (laughs) the the friend I'm going to call. But if if I want to go shopping or I want to talk about my dreams, I'm calling ISIS. But ISIS has already established, hey, I'm not the criminal friend because I'm going to tell as soon as they tell you, they take <laughs> sending me to jail. So you got to know what kind of friends you got and what things y'all can do together. And maybe some of your friends ain't 
the friends you go. Well, honestly, though, if your friend, if you think your friend will kill you, and you really need to reevaluate yeah, your life. Very, very much so. If if I don't feel comfortable enough, if you're supposed to be my friend, and I don't even feel comfortable enough for you to step foot in my home, mm. hell no, we can't go on no trip together. And baby, we not friends. We associates, acquaintances. And if you ever have a friend that be making little slack comments, that be saying mean ass shit, but making it seem like that's cool and trying to laugh it off. Like, I don't know if you guys seen it, but I'm on TikTok and this girl was, it's like a panel. They're doing a, uh, a podcast similar to what we're doing. And the girl was like, yeah, you know, I don't, I'm real timid and blah, blah, blah. And her so-called friend said, you want timid when you was sucking that dick. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking like, first off, why would you say that? That's really messed up. Like, Isis knows some of my deepest, darkest secrets. And she know damn, I wish her ass would say that <laughs> while we on the podcast. Or out nothing like that. But I was like, now nah, girl, Timmy, really? But I wouldn't blurt out. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't know if that girl Mary got a boyfriend or what. And you got here. She probably told him she had a two body count. She really got a 30. Like, that's between Look, you probably at home like, what dick is she talking about? Right, be like, because she sure ain't sucking my dick. Like, exactly, it turned into one of those. So please be careful with who y'all out here calling y'all friends, and I cannot wait to see these folks underneath the jail because they really deserve to be underneath it. Underneath the jail. Mm-hmm. That I want to say is it is 2022. You do not need to have an, an enormous amount of friends. Fact. Just having your one or two friends or who, you know, your little core group of people, that is okay. Like, I think people be saying on social media, like these women be having, you know, going on these trips with all these women. And it's a lot of women out here that can do that, but it's even more women that cannot. So don't be looking at these people and being like, oh, they didn't took this picture, this nice picture with all these color coordinated outfits on and it's 20 of them. So, ooh, let me go ahead and give me some friends or quote unquote people that I want to be my friends because you don't. They please half the time them be family members while they be lying. And half the time them folks don't even like each other. Y'all just uh, went on a trip with each other and as soon as you turn your back, Barbara fat ass you know her husband cheating with the other girl that's on the trip. But you see, all all the friends that I have are friends since like high school and grammar school and shit like that. Like all my friends, I ain't, I don't really make new friends like that. Bruh, when Drake said no new friends, I felt that. I don't have any friends that I haven't known for at least five years. Right, yeah. Like, all of my friends is, like, six, seven years plus. And really, the people that I've known for five years, it's, like, two of them. Everybody else, I've known Isis since 2006. We owe the tale. Um, my <laughs> other best friend, I've known her since 2011. Uh, Anthony, I've known him since single digits. So, those three people are the only three friends that I'd be like, yeah, let's really plan a trip or whatever. 
it's a couple more that I might sprinkle in there, but those three are like my core people that I talk to um, on the regular that I would feel comfortable with. All right, y'all. So it's time for the Am I Asshole? As always, these are anonymous stories that we have not read prior to. I'll read it. I'll let you guys discuss whether or not this person is an asshole before I put my two cents in. And everybody can comment and go on our page and tell us if you guys think this person is an asshole. So let's get it started. Am I the asshole for telling my wife that she should stay home this Thanksgiving? My wife is a grade A picky eater. It's bothersome to a certain degree, but on holidays, the shit show basically begins. She'd refuse to eat certain meals, and my mom would take it personally, which in result, series of arguments between the two of them. As a compromise this year, my wife offered to bring her own food to Thanksgiving dinner. I was stunned, and I asked if she thought this through. She looked at me confused. I told her how weird it would be for her to bring her own food, especially when she wouldn't be sharing it with anybody else, and told her to think about how my mom would react. She'd get very offended and upset. My, my wife said it's not her problem and that she was just trying to make sure to make it work by bringing her own meal. I told her again that my mom might not like it or not even allow it. She blew up at me asking if I wanted her to either eat food that she doesn't like or go hungry. I suggested that she give my mom's food a chance and she said it wasn't about my mom's cooking. She shouldn't be forced to eat certain foods. We had an argument and I ended up telling her that she should stay home this Thanksgiving and have whatever meal that she likes. She got quiet and lashed out on me, calling me insensitive and negative to say this to her. I repeated to her to calm down and that she wouldn't stop ranting about how I was basically willing to exclude her from a major event. She started cold shouldering me about it while at the same time guilting me saying that I'm treating her poorly after she offered the perfect compromise. Update. So my wife has decided to go spend Thanksgiving with her family, who, by the way, lives hours away. So this means unnecessary travel expenses instead of basically ditching me for a whole week. Y'all happy now? Though I appreciate the insightful comments on this situation some and some others, not so much, especially with those assumptions claiming that my wife has allergies and she does not. Where y'all get that from? But anyway, <laughs> it's good now. I guess I'm not too thrilled with her decision. But I feel like she's doing it to spite me or to get me to cave in. What y'all think? Is he the asshole or what? Mm. So I definitely think that he is. I want to say he is being an asshole. Um, only because y'all got married she was a picky eater so and again like last week this is your wife you, you gotta you gotta ride with your wife on certain things like if she don't want to eat your mama food then you shouldn't just be allowing your mama and your wife to argue every holiday like that's so unnecessary also I feel like do she need to bring the food? No, just eat before you go. Because I feel like, I don't know what uh, these people, black, white, Hispanic, whatever, but I know for black people, like we know we're going to be traveling to somebody else's house for the holidays. We cook at our own house and you eat 
or you before you go or you eat when you come back if you know you're going to somebody's house that don't cook well or they ain't gonna have what you like to eat so i don't think she needed to bring the food just eat before you go it was still gonna be an argument because she's not eating anything at all but at least you ain't gonna be hungry but um i definitely feel like he being an asshole i feel like you telling her well just don't come you said it out of anger and you probably didn't really mean it but now you said it and you can't take that back so she said all right stand on that and you ain't got to see me at all and i'm gonna go hours away so yeah he was definitely definitely being an asshole she kind of was too though because it's like okay just to piggyback off of isis like you bringing food for what like you know that's gonna cause an argument you know you you doing that to sit in his mama face and sit and eat your own food and not even share it for anybody else i could see if you were trying to make it or play it off as like a potluck of some sort then okay, cool. Maybe that's some sort of a compromise, but you talking about you finna sit here and eat food that you brought from home in somebody else's house in their face. Like, I don't know why, but that shit is hilarious to me. Like, imagine <laughs> somebody sitting at the table, y'all all, and I don't know how y'all go, but we kind of do like a conveyor belt, everybody in a line and you get the shit as you go. And somebody sitting in a her plate look different than y'all. You're like, damn girl, where you get those devil eggs from? Uh, uh, I no, see them. She saran un unwrapping <laughs> the saran wrap at the table. Like, girl, wait a minute. Like she knows she wrong for that. And I think too, I think the husband is wrong too. Because there's a way to compromise knowing like again, we talked about it last week. My husband's family, they clearly not gonna be cooking the shit that I'm gonna be cooking. They're not cooking the cabbage. They're not doing that. So I'm making my own Thanksgiving at my home for me and my husband and, and our kids that are going to stop by. Then we're going over to my mom's house, which I already know. I'm going to make sure I eat a little bit before I leave. And because let's just be real. White Thanksgiving menu, black Thanksgiving menu, they're not the same. Mm -mm. So I'm going to be respectful of his mother and eat whatever, you know, nibble, graze a little bit, you know, but I'm going to bring, and then this is the trick. So I, I remember in college, my mom always was like, don't come home for Thanksgiving. Go visit one of your friends and go try a different Thanksgiving. So my other best friend, Leah, we would go over to Grandy's house, which is her grandmother, who I love dearly, if she's ever listening to the podcast. We went over to the house and I would make my macaroni and cheese. Well, my grandmother's macaroni and cheese, and I would bring it over, and then we'd eat, you know, together. So I knew that at least I had macaroni and cheese that I would eat. And then it's really hard to fuck up a turkey if we being real. Like maybe it's a little dry, but you can put some gravy. You can put you can put some gravy on it or whatever. But for the most part, it's pretty difficult to fuck up some turkey. So like she could have compromised with him. But the husband is giving me pretty much the vibe of his mother is like, yeah, my son is my whole world. And mm -hmm. he's he's my basically he's my man type mama's boy type mm -hmm. of deal. And mm -hmm. I think that that creates a, a rift 
when that type of when you have a son that's raised by a mother that's like overly oh this is my my whole life and dressing him like the man that left her or whatever those type of men when they get into marriages they end up being the ones that will still kind of intertwine their parents and their mother specifically in their life and i'm not saying that um the the his mother isn't important or whatever she cool but when you get married you're literally creating a whole nother family that is it's really separate and it's cool that you you kind of include your mother-in-law father-in-law whatever but in reality the family unit if something was to happen to you in the hospital per se they're not gonna ask your mom they're gonna ask your wife and that's also important make sure you nice to your fucking spouse because when it's time to maybe pull the plug them the people that get to <laughs> when you told me in 2022 to don't come to your mama thanksgiving Right now, you she didn't right now she didn't pull the plug on your ass. So you gotta make sure that you choosing your battles wisely. And then too, for me, he's like, oh, she's using unnecessarily travel expenses. What's wrong with her spending Thanksgiving with her family? Like that's a good compromise to me. You spend Thanksgiving that's with your family, compromise. That and I spend great, Thanksgiving with mine. That's a great compromise because at the end of the day. True, maybe it's about time you did spend some time with your family. We well, don't go over there, we can go see how your mama cooking is. <laughs> and I don't know, and I don't want to assume anybody's race, but this is definitely giving me interracial couple vibes because <laughs> I, I really like, I don't know, I kind of connect with this story with the whole <laughs> not wanting no like for real this is no disrespect to my family I love them me and mama have come a long way Papa <laughs> know that I freaking love him so much but for dinner no <laughs> oh my God. I'm so sorry like every other year they should like go to mom's house you know yeah. like they're like that they should and then why it. she ain't cooking at the house and y'all just have exactly. Thanksgiving at y'all house? I got a True. feeling that she can't cook neither. If she I ain't gonna hold you because I'm definitely cooking this year, but I'm still going to your mama's house. <laughs> yeah, I heard mama doing Thanksgiving at the house and I'm not, uh, it was kind of last minute, so I was like, uh, oh, I ain't got time. And it's too cold to be trying to be uh, traveling with the baby in this uh, freaking RSV season. And this is a PSA. For all of the people uh, who are going to be around their family and children, don't be kissing nobody, kids. Don't be touching on them without permission because it is flu and RSV season. So don't be kissing on nobody, kids. This Thanksgiving, make sure y'all wash y'all hands. Even if you're not, even if you're not worried about giving them anything, kids hold a <laughs> and they always they be the super spreaders. Okay, so just. Y'all ain't got to be kissing on these kids and all that. If y'all playing, that's one thing. But kids be snotty and greasy. Uh-uh, baby. Just hug me so I could go. Mm-mm. Yeah, just hug, hug my leg. Exactly. We ain't picking up. And this is another PSA. And I don't know, Bree. I can't remember. I think you were there. And I'm sorry to whatever family member that may hit this. I'm not going to say who did it. Okay? So one mm-hmm. year... We're uh I think we were at uh Levon's old house. 
I think. Don't quote me. It's been a minute. And um, we all eating or whatever. And I remember whoever cooked the motherfucking dressing. I don't know if it was one of those moments where you shaking the seasoning and then the top fall off and you don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what season it was, but the shit tasted terrible. I don't know who cooked the dressing. If you cook the dressing and you listening to this, you know damn well what you do. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Baby, listen. Of course I you, remember that. I, and <laughs> if you don't know what you doing, don't volunteer to cook no shit. You don't know what you're doing. Don't but you make know, this your you first know our family cooking. got a problem with just designating anybody for anything. Yeah, they'd be like, just bring whatever. <laughs> no. Tell auntie to bring the plate. You know she can't cook. I'm oh still mad about that damn dressing. And Boy, I told my mom, I said, was... Mom, don't get the dressing. Because she had she went there. I said, don't get the dressing. Kitor, it's not that bad. It's probably <laughs> exaggerated. I said, all right. Don't listen to me if you want to. And she <laughs> ate that damn dressing. And it was nasty. Uh-huh. And she texted no. me because you know black folks extra as hell. If you texting your cousin from across the room, mm-hmm. talk about oh my god, who the fuck cooked this shit? Or when y'all on y'all secret, let's go walk outside uh, mm-hmm. moment at the uh, Thanksgiving. We all know what y'all doing, and mm-hmm. y'all talking shit about whoever made the uh, the potato salad or the dressing or who got this dry ass ham. Don't and make- we getting high. Definitely didn't happen. Well, not me. Don't. I I don't be with them. And no disrespect. But uh, for real, don't make. I I be with them. I sure do. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, I'm like not opposed to to we or none of that. But for me, I just feel like I'm going to just have it. And I'm going to be the person that had a fucked up reaction to it. Because Stop thinking I'm, like that. If you think like that, of course that's gonna happen. Because <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all this story, and then we are gonna get to the mystery minute. I remember I had a headache, real bad. I had a headache. My husband was like, "Babe, I got this Delta Eight gummy. Just take half of it, and it'll help you with your headache, and you can sleep." My dumbass didn't listen to him. I said, "Okay," and I took the whole thing. Okay, <laughs> this is somebody who don't. I to this day I ain't never smoked weed, none of that in my life. I took the whole Delta Egg gummy, and I, mind you, I gotta go to work in the morning at like five o'clock, and I felt like I could like if you ever had sleep paralysis where you <laughs> awake but you can't move, that's what happened to me, and I was like, oh my god, I that's can't get up. That's because who told you to take the whole thing? <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know what I, my head. I was like, maybe it can help me. And faster, and I'm sitting there laying in the bed, like, Oh my god, I'm finna die! Like, I can feel and my gummies heart completely different. Um, exactly, that's a completely different ball game. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I ain't had a gummy. Give me some wine or some vodka, so I even take some moonshine. But y'all can keep that, I'm not ready for it. Okay, I ain't ready for that. But have you ever smoked a blunt? Is never, the never uh, in my life. That's nope, a... I wouldn't even know. I would be the person that they think is the police. They'd be like, "Are you a cop?" Because I'd be like, "Can I get one weed, please?" <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. That is not my forte. Don't know. Don't know how much it costs. I'd be like the little white kid that they tell is twenty dollars when it's really ten. That'd be me. 
So, mm-mm, I'm cool. Give me the liquor. I'm the drunk auntie. That's me. Oh, I'm the all of the above auntie. <laughs> <laughs> and that is perfectly fine. But I want everybody to make sure they stay safe this um Thanksgiving, Christmas, all of that, because you got to know these motherfuckers is hungry. So make sure you guys be safe out there. Don't be nowhere you ain't got no business being. Don't be nowhere late when you don't know the area. None of that shit. Um, make sure you guys uh enjoy y'all families. But it's time for my second favorite part of the episode. Y'all second favorite part of the episode. It's the motherfucking Misfit Minute. Misfit Minute. So as always, if you guys have made it to the end of the episode, we really appreciate you guys. If you like our new co-host, Make sure you guys are commenting and sharing this. Following um, everybody on um, social media, which we'll let Bree plug her social media in a bit. Make sure you guys are following us also on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all at Miss Got a Misfits Pod. If you guys want to shop any of the merch, go to Bedrock Cosmetics, scroll down, click on the Miss Got a Misfits link. Shop to your heart's content. It's colder than a bitch outside. So make sure you guys are getting <laughs> the beanies, the hoodies, the t-shirts. Get, if you want a phone case, get a phone case. Shop away. It's Christmas time. Make sure you guys are supporting us and shopping for your favorite misfit. Also, if you guys want to support me and my baby and my family, um, make sure you guys are shopping Bedrock Cosmetics. That's Bedrock Cosmetics on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's Bedrock Beauty on TikTok. If you guys sure want to get some makeup too. Yes, ma'am. We are uh, doing a Black Friday sale. I haven't decided what percentages, but we're going to do it up to 50% off for sure. So make sure you guys are, uh, I'm going to do Black Friday from Thursday till Monday. So make sure you guys are shopping away. It will be no coupon code needed. So make sure you guys uh, shop to your heart's content. And I got decals for your cars or your laptops, all that stuff has been added. A whole bunch of new stuff is coming y'all way next year. So uh, make sure you guys stay tuned for that. And that's all I got. Ice, what you got? Um, as always, follow Beauty Beauty Effect on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and Isis pulls up a loop on Instagram. Yes, make sure you guys are following her uh, Instagram for her crocheting. I cannot wait. Me and my family are doing 25 days of Christmas, which will be 25 different photos of me, my family, my daughter, whatever. So... Isis's crochets will be making a appearance, so make sure you guys are going on there, following her, so y'all can know when she's dropping shit on her new website that is coming soon. All right, Bree, tag all of your social media, anything that you got going on, so the people can follow you. All right, you guys, you can follow me on Instagram. Follow my art page. It is X artistically BJ. That's B E J A I X. Um, in regards to my Twitter, baby, I can't remember my Twitter name. I think it's BJ Baby. <laughs> what is this BJ? Because I know it ain't what they think it is. What you mean? What it stand for? It's my first and my middle name. And that's a nickname that my uncle been calling me since for forever. Okay, you know, I'm I'm basic. I just go Bree. And it's interesting, like, how different family members call people different names. And you won't know their real name until we, like, grown. You'd be like, I didn't even know. Like, yeah, some of my cousins, but... like, I call them their nicknames, and I don't care. 
Like, <laughs> I'm never calling you your real name, so just get over that. Yeah, no, please don't. It, it's all right. I'm cool with that. But BJ just stands for Brianna Janae. Okay, okay. Look at us learning stuff. So, uh, <laughs> if you guys, uh, uh, we do appreciate you guys uh, listening to the episode. Um, we love you guys, and we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.